glad you I'm glad you looked <laughs> To be honest too I'm gonna keep it 100 I'm glad you looked We had We had just started This podcast And we noticed It wasn't recording Any audio Terrible But luckily We didn't get Like too far Into it But uh Yeah I'm Zach I'm AJ And we're the Crush Boys Yeah And this is Waved Up Yes We have a name Finally 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 Let's go Um This is also Week number Do not know Of the quarantine Lockdown Stuck in a crib Can't go nowhere It's actually been extended To May 15th to the 16th But Um, it'll get extended Again For sure I don't see that shit Ending anytime soon Probably up to like July uh, The middle of July I think that's when they'll start opening like probably parks and shit like that. What you think? Probably something like that. Maybe like maybe even September. Who knows? Because I mean, unless it's a nationwide cleanse, right? We should all still be on on lockdown just for the safety of ourselves and others. Like we got to think about other people too. I think this COVID shit is definitely is going to change how we maneuver as a people. Um, I don't think we'll be seeing things like concerts and like anything with large masses of people. No fun. I'm not gonna be able to have fun. <laughs> Bars will be very quiet for a while. I mean, they should be quiet. I know a lot of us are antsy and shit like that. But when all this shit does get lifted, be mindful that the virus is still out there and it could be anywhere. And even though we sanitize a lot of things just be mindful that this is going to change how we move going forward like this is this is a forever change for all of us i mean it probably should be but i know once we're cleared the clubs and all that shit and all the destinations they are going to be so popping yeah it's going to be it lit. is going to be so fun everybody going to have like the most lit time cuz just been cooped up it They gonna have money To spend it And figure out How to make An online business And shit mm. <laughs> I fucking hate those memes Yo <laughs> If you haven't Spent your time Learning how to do a business You're wasting your time Like nah bro I'm trying to Figure out How to not get sick That's true <laughs> I'm trying to Sustain my lifestyle right. And my life But It's not a bad idea Yeah If you figure out And you feel comfortable That you're You know safe You trying to figure out Something to do With your time you might as well try to make a little bit of money for as long that it's still like real and exists. Yeah, definitely uh, spend spend your time trying to better yourself in other ways. It doesn't necessarily have to be you're going to make money off this shit. Maybe it's just like self help or you figuring out how to get right with your loved one or your spouse or whatever. It's just you know consistently trying to be better. Fitness, you know. So oh it's yeah. a lot of things you can do with your time. I've been on my ass lately though. I need to figure it out. Get up. Get up, damn I need to figure it out I did like one workout this week And that was it I'm going strong I'm going to post pictures For like two months What's up? No, no, wait, wait, wait wait, No, wait, wait Audience Hold this nigga to it Hold me to it Hold it to it Because I don't post no goddamn pictures This nigga don't post for nothing For why? Hold him (laughs) to it For why? Like I get we live in a social time and shit But why? It's important. People want to see the, your face. They want to know the face to the name. They want to see what's going on. Come holla at me then. Like, in, in person? Yeah, come see me. Wow. Come see me. Not at the crib. I don't know you like that. <laughs> I don't know you like that. We could, we could go meet in like a Friday's or like cheesecake if you fancy. Oh, okay. 
Okay, you trying to I mean, it's not fast. You're trying to get the artisanal bread and shit. Hell yeah, I fucking love Cheesecake Factory, yo. Yeah. Mm, I ain't been there in a while. Damn. Day 155 of quarantine. <laughs> you feed it for cheesecake fucking Damn, yo. bread and shit. I'm not about to order that shit on Uber Eats or Postmates or nothing, though. That's, I can't. I don't think I could go down to that level. Like cheesecake? Are they even open? I feel like the Maya. I mean, everybody's still trying to keep their businesses somewhat sustained. Oh, yeah, true, true, true. All you that takeout shit. Yeah, you just can't sit in, but damn, yo. Or like some Cheddar Bay biscuits from Red Lobster. Oh! Yeah. Damn. This shit's good, but, uh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yo, I always talk about food. Yeah, like, I can't help it. I don't know why, but food is just like fire. I don't know why people wouldn't reference food at all times. What's your favorite food? It's some kind of seafood. Some kind of seafood, yeah. Oh, yeah, you are a seafood fiend. For me to for me to narrow that down is too difficult. Damn, man, like, it's not that many crustaceans shells you cracking. They are, man. You got <laughs> lobster, you got crab, you got mussels, clams, got octopus. I'm not gonna keep going. Oh, you not? No. But All right. You got it. Um, our Surgeon General has also given us pro tips as minorities to stay safe and not infect our elderly by uh, not drinking and or indulging in drugs and alcohol like we usually do. Per his um explanation, you know, to save Abuela and Big Mama and Pop Pop. <laughs> Although I love that shit Like I mean he appealing To the minorities He's, he's trying, trying to he's trying. To to be hip and hopping Right Or some shit like that uh, But just I don't know I don't know Nobody that calls their grandmama Big mama I don't know nobody personally Only uh, Martin Lawrence <laughs> in, the, in the movie Where he played Big mama Big mama But Oh no soul food Sophie Oh yeah, yeah true, Had true. Big Mama But that's old shit but That's what I'm saying you, remember you, that movie That's like referencing Pop culture It's almost like He's like Okay so what do they Call their grandmothers well, Okay what do What do Hispanics Call their grandmothers What do black people Well I mean Isn't a boy Look grandmother Yeah that's what I'm saying Spanish. It seems like He was briefed on it It was like Okay, so we're going to talk about this. I don't know Abuela is grandmother in Spanish, <laughs> but I'm saying he shouldn't be the Surgeon General. Then I feel like for him personally, it was just like a means of trying to reach out and like appeal to the masses. But this mm-hmm. nigga could tell this nigga do something more about smoking cigarettes and shit. How about that? Fuck a warning, nigga. And that's a, another thing is like more than if that. you talk about minorities, we're also there's definitely what uh, opioid addiction that's going on. I'm pretty sure that doesn't do too much for your fucking. Um, yeah, I don't hear nothing. I don't Surgeon General talking about that shit not too really. often. Yeah, because it's it's affecting a certain demographic of people, and it happened not to be minorities. Come but. on, General, you supposed to lead us, right? And you a surgeon at the same time? <laughs> you got too many fucking jobs, nigga. <laughs> Work on one of your crafts. You ain't doing. Get it together, anyways. Yeah, but, but fuck that nigga. I guess we can take a, a shot to say uh, fuck him, fuck the Surgeon General, and if you're not really gonna help us, yeah, if we we just we want some real information out here. For real. We don't want the sarcasm from anybody, to yeah. be honest. This ain't the 1950s, nigga. I don't even know why I'm going on a rant right now, but it's a fact. Anyway, it's a shot. <laughs> Shots. Mm. <laughs> 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 
That was an opportunity for y'all to also take a shot. <laughs> a huge opportunity. Jesus. <laughs> if y'all got anything to drink, drink water. Mm. If you got water, then, you know what I mean, pour up. Whatever. Get drink you a high C Kool-Aid. Pink lemonade, whatever you like. Oh God! <laughs> All right, what we're discussing today? Oh no, my chest burning. <laughs> <sighs> All right. Oh, what are you drinking? What oh. is that that you're drinking? Um, I am drinking Bacardi Black, the same Bacardi Black that I referenced in the previous episode. Mm-hmm. Go to that episode and, and hear me also <laughs> drink that shit. <laughs> Yo, I'm drinking Christian Brothers. We just took a shot of that Christian Brothers brandy. It's cheap. <laughs> and then I got a Miller High Life on the side. And what a, what's your, what you got on deck? Oh, with a pinch hitter. Why you got that? Why you got to put me out here like that? And then I got a, I got a Budweiser waiting for you, boy, just in case I finish this high life, which I will. That's clean up. <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah. Today we're gonna discuss transitioning through this ever changing music industry, and because I don't know if you guys know, but we started writing like. Uh, what 2000 and we'll just say 2010 even though we are that sound old but I ain't trying to sound too old so <laughs> we gonna say 2010 and just to see where the industry is coming t- 10 years mm-hmm. I mean it's changed it's changed a lot from where we grew up we grew up listening we was listening to music Soul Child Neo Trey Songs like Chris Brown was like at his peak uh, and now it's like it's a completely new lineup yes yeah, of, of people as it should be I mean this is going to be an ever-changing industry. Um, the faces are going to change. The uh, genres are going to get blended. The sounds and yeah. should have expanded. But as songwriters, us navigating through it and continuing to, you know, stay relevant as, as much as we can and continue to have people looking at us for, you know, other artists, uh, writing for them, you know, it's... It's it's pretty tough to transition through the through the times and you know keep your sound sounding up to date, especially with how how rapidly it's changing. You know, what I mean, you you meet a different select group in one year and then it changes the next, and how they approach music may be different from the previous group that you in. And like for us as a whole, like I said in the previous episode, it's just all about adapting and um, studying. Yeah. Really, not being too proud to study people younger than you, not being too proud to humble yourself and really put yourself in a position to where you're getting that information and reaping those benefits of just being a student of the shit. So, yeah, that's I think that's one aspect that we have learned to master. Yeah, I mean, it is. It's listening a lot to a lot of different people. I mean, it's easier for us because we actually enjoy, like, every genre. So it's easier for us to transition to this type of music, this, and then, you know, we could bring... Uh, this type of melody from a country song to, you know, a rap song or a melody from an R&B song or a lyric that will predominantly be used in an R&B song, bring it to like a pop song or rock song. Or is, I mean, it's not even like pop or rock or yeah, I think, R&B anymore. It's just... I think another big thing about know. the transition to music nowadays is that Everyone is trying everything. Like, there's no, there's no real genre. I think hip hop is like kind of leading the way because they're, they were always the underdogs and everything, where people didn't expect them to kind of do the numbers that they were doing or be as 
productive as they've been, but they've always been open to doing like adaptations of different genres and just really making it their own and then kind of creating a sound of their own and still being true to the art of hip hop. Right. Not necessarily rap for you purists out there. Right. Or, or uh, this is a word I think we should probably cancel urban. Yeah, I fucking hear urban. We should we should cancel urban music. Is what the fuck is that? To be honest with you, urban was a way to kind of pigeonhole your creativity for me personally. I know for me, we went to a lot of sessions where we were marked as urban writers because we were black and we were able to write things that were bouncy. And you things like, like we were able. Yeah, I wouldn't to, say it was just because we was black. Which I mean, it was a it was a defining factor for but, sure. But m- for me personally, when have you ever gone to a situation and ever heard of a white writer be referred to as an urban writer? Never, <laughs> never, never. Exactly, never. But, but but I've seen I've seen I've seen people like Yukon and other writers within our genre do urban music, quote unquote urban music, just as good as any black person. But they've never labeled us an urban writer and that's predominantly the kind of writing that they do like Nav wouldn't be an urban writer would he? hell yeah you think Nav is an urban writer? hell yeah that's urban as you fun. think he goes to the sessions and they're like oh yeah he's an urban he's an urban no but they know they're gonna get yeah they know they go, but they're not gonna label him as an urban songwriter cause he popping and they don't wanna disrespect him cause that nigga just walk out the session probably cause he don't need it as bad as niggas like us needed the session at that time yeah true but um yeah just I, I feel like to go back to my original point, um, hip-hop, uh, rap, however you identify that genre, I think they are leading everyone now because they have always been... Like, if you look at Run DMC and all those older yeah, generations, they've always embraced different genres and kind of incorporating their own to kind of make adaptations to it and then kind of, you know, build their own sound. sound. Yeah, so... Yeah, I, I think that's it's finally getting to a point where everybody else is like, okay, cool. All the all the young kids right now, or like, I sound like a fucking grandpa. Never mind, I'm done. I'm done with point. How you gonna? <laughs> I'm done with point. All the young kids, I'm uh, done. With look, but I mean. I mean, at some point, you have to say that because you started out, you was the 20-year-old in that same space that they are in now, but you're not. You in a more of a space. I don't know what you what you want to listen to now from music. Oh I don't know what you want to eat. <laughs> <laughs> me too. Me too. I'm not just talking about I, I understand, but it's like, it's hitting me like, yo, <laughs> yo, we old in this yeah. Like, I mean, not necessarily old, but... This is true. This is true. And this and and where we uh lay our hats in our music and shit, we are old. <laughs> but oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> it hurts. <laughs> we are older, like so we have to continue to uh, adjust our sound to them. Whenever we have to write for that category of, of music, we have to adjust how we normally would probably write our own shit because we're not about to be talking about what they talk about no more. Yeah. I think another uh, another part of that besides just adjusting musically is us adjusting as far as like social media goes. I feel like for us, we also have an issue with kind of using that to our advantage. That's very true because they're younger, they're doing the young things. One, we ain't doing that too much. 
much. We still young though. Don't get it twisted. Yeah, yeah, facts, facts. We but still young, but we not like youthful. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's actually perfect. That's actually perfect. We're Yo, not youthful anymore. But to be honest with you, it's like, for instance, like I look at people like Tory Lanez and their ability to use his ability to use social media to his advantage and make things like quarantine radio and just like the younger generation's ability he's really not even that younger than us but but living in it but and that nigga got money but I, I think I think for him as well he's, he's also in the same spot where we're at where he's like yo I may not be these niggas age but I'm also not generation whatever's age middle child yeah, like he's like I can I can go either way. I can either make my music tailored to a, a certain niche, or like I could be a niche artist, or I can go back and realize that everyone is using social media right now. It's a big platform, and I can reach a greater market if I just use it to my advantage. And I feel like people like Tory Lanez, people like uh, Lil Nas X, uh, even Soldier Boy back in the day. When we were, just to make you said par- Soldier Boy, yeah. I just want to be clear. You said Soldier Boy, yeah. Just to make All a right. parallel between the past and the present, Soldier Boy, he's a goat. Okay. Yo, honestly, he was—he's—he's he's the forefather of this shit. Like, for people to like be able, because again, he's done plenty of things as far as like saying like, yo, I used to rename my song the top song at the time for marketing. Yeah, but he, social he media—he set the trend for social media marketing. He said, I would rename my song whatever song is popping at the time, and I would put it on LimeWire. So when you went to go pirate it on Napster or LimeWire or something like that, trying to rip it for free, you would get Soldier Boy's motherfucking Superman. You. That is fucked up because I want to hear what I what I wanted. You want to hear. But, it's smart because the you song was so infectious. Yeah, yeah. It was something that you wanted to hear. If that shit would have been a wax song though, nigga, you was in the trash. Completely. I mean, I mean, I feel like he was able to do it at a point where everybody was like, okay, like I got, I got this random ass song. Oh, you got the same song? Yeah, I went to go download this. Oh, you, I went to go download this. Almost like a conversational piece between people yeah. that were in the. Bootleg community. But that nigga <laughs> had the right sound though, because I'm telling you, if that shit was whack, it wouldn't have, it wouldn't have worked. It don't matter how much that shit would have spread. Yo. Yeah, shout out to Soldier. Yeah, so yo, like as much as he funny and like a social media genius or whatever y'all niggas want to call him, yo, his music did set a trend. Yeah, he, he definitely had a <laughs> sound. It wasn't that strong. He had like, a sound of something like he definitely set the tone for shit, which is. That should show you that anybody can do anything with whatever you got. You just gotta express it in the right way. But to to answer my previous question, what just go that? back to the <laughs> to continue my previous answer. Oh, I'm going to say that the parallels between the two Tory Lanes right now is another great example of using social media because social media is very big in our industry as far as being a songwriter entertainer he's able to create an audience of 370,000 people per quarantine radio every quarantine radio that I've watched I've seen some ass t- no but every quarantine radio that I've watched he's been able to plug his album his up
upcoming album. And like, if you think that a quarter of people is not gonna go check out his shit, I mean, at least an eighth. Yeah, like he gonna get at least twenty thousand people or something. If you don't think those people are gonna go check out his music, you're crazy. And if you don't think those people are gonna refer other people to go check out his music from that, or just his radio. And then on top of that, when while I'm watching one of the quarantine radios, one of the the girls are like, yo, I want to put a request. Play your song. A lot of people are showing love. So when while she's dancing, you're hearing Tory Lane's record. And on, on top of that, he's getting more and more views. And he's getting viral from just doing his shit. And this is great publicity. I think, for me personally, I haven't seen a rollout for an album this good since... Or not even an album, just a rollout in general from an artist since her. Since her. You mean her, the, the artist, right? Yeah, where she was able able to create a sound where people love she was obviously obviously she was pushed by a major but people heard her records and was like who is this girl and she was just this ominous like silhouette for like two three mixtapes mm-hmm. and then finally she came out and then did her whole rollout and now she's everywhere yeah, winning she grammys she did yeah, she performed at like the grammys or something she performed a bt when she was a a oh, yeah. kid. She did no, but she did something like during this time period of being uh, a mystery. Yeah. She did some type of performance, and everybody was like, "Who's this girl? What the fuck?" And I, it might have been for. No, I'm tripping. This is see. This is how you know I'm old. I was about to say it might have been for the Soul Train. <laughs> that Soul Train award come out every year. It do. Oh, it's still around. Yeah, you still. Whoa! I ain't that old, then, nigga. Okay. <laughs> No, nah, but she she was do, she was doing those things, but she wasn't her yet. And I feel like a lot of people like I remember everybody was taking a guess like who is this girl? Everybody even in the industry was very excited to know who this who this girl was. Who she knew who she was? was nigga. She was one of them Disney princesses that came out like early as fuck. Hell, I, I she's even, a Disney girl, yo. I don't even know that. I don't know I, I remember she was doing shit Real young She could play Mad different instruments But my main point is yeah. My main point is Tory Lane Since then Since her I haven't seen Any kind of rollout On the same level As her I'm a First I'm gonna give a shout out I've seen somebody Roll out for sure I've seen somebody Roll out It's way better um, but I'm gonna give Toy Lanez his credit because it it also fit his demeanor because he do a lot of music that's like you know everywhere he he go in every genre and shit it's, it's cool but to look this nigga snitching all that whatever the fuck but Takashi Six Nine rollout is probably like one of the best ever in the industry it's one of the most aggressive do we do but do you think it's organic um. He had to make all them posts that, that he made. That's honestly, he had to do all that shit. He had to be there, and it was viral. It was for everybody to see. But he, I, I'm going to say, for instance, Six uh, uh, Nine was in a situation where he was making these posts, but he was doing it like he was going to Chicago talking about, "Y'all, I'm outside." You can stage I'm, it. Yeah, but, all, but that's that's not it. organic. That's not organic. That's organic. Do you think? I mean, quarantine radio was organic because everybody was talking to Chris. He was doing it. That's supply and demand. Fuck with your music sound. Yeah, like. facts. In fact, they ain't got nothing to do with music. I was just touching on. I just feel like that fits Toy Lane's persona of like. 
maybe he started quarantine radio because of somebody else. Yeah, 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 I mean, yeah. And then converted it over to his own shit, which fits because nobody was though. doing with what he exactly. That's everybody. That's, that's also a great a great point because that's how that's how you ascend in this and navigate in this industry. Yeah, you gotta adapt. You have to adapt. And you have to not necessarily borrow and steal, but you have to watch what people doing and then make it your own. Make it your own. Yeah, same thing. That's why we're doing podcasts. Because we're making it our own Yeah I'm not gonna lie I would've never uh, In a million years Told somebody That I have a podcast out <laughs> And I can say that shit That's crazy yo Like you can do Whatever you think You can't do Yeah Okay so you said Six Nine Six Nine's rollout Was better than Yeah Six Nine's rollout Was one of the best In a while Like well One of the most Entertaining in a while I will say It, it was very entertaining But it wasn't organic I feel like Tory Lanez And hers Rollouts were just organic. It had they planned all that shit. Every I mean, court, I don't know about this quarantine radio with Tory Lanes, and but her shit was definitely planned out. That's planned. All of that. Yeah, How do you stay mysterious for like a year or two? That's, my, that's planned. Yeah, you plan it, but you're not like you're not becoming this this troll for the internet. That's a whole other marketing. Imagine if you people. came from from Disney, right? Mm-hmm. You came from Disney, which is her. She has a background in Disney. Now that we know who the fuck she is, she has a background of Disney. She was one of those people that was signed to a label forever because she just has an amazing voice. Why? Oh yeah, hundred percent. Why wouldn't she be signed forever? Like, she been signed since she was a kid. They, you know, they just been planning and plotting to figure out how to bring her her greatness to to shine because she kind of reminds me of somebody like JoJo that could have been swept under the rug if niggas didn't plan nothing for her. Because JoJo is one of the best singers ever, but they had no plan with her. That's because her label wanted to kind of lock her in. I mean, I I, I absolutely love JoJo's voice. I feel like JoJo's one of the best... Yeah, she's one of the best vocalists I've I've heard, period. Shout out to JoJo. Shout out to her. Shout out to Tory Lanez. Um, Yeah, it's just like, I feel like... I don't know. It... I don't really have much of an explanation as to why I don't think six lines should be <laughs> characterizing that that lane. Besides the fact that I feel like a lot of his shit was just it was like a it was too much of a ploy. You know what I mean? Like it was too much of a try. Like he'd be he did too much of a try hard type shit. Where a lot of this other shit just kind of worked organically. Like his shit was I, definitely a try hard. I could sure. I could imagine like if her was trying to do some shit and niggas was like oh, I already know what this was and like it blew up and like oh yeah. People start writing think pieces on this shit. Like I know who this was. Like she's trying they to do this that in the third. Buzz it, buzz it, buzz it. I, I've never seen that. I've seen it. Niggas did think they knew who it was. They was like, oh, this is that. This is Gabby. Whoever uh, I can't remember her name. This is Gabby from whatever. They thought they knew who it was, but the whole time it's like she sounds so good that yeah, they can know who she yeah, is. Me. But they don't give a fuck because they like, ooh, this is a whole like. Thing that they're doing, so I mean, it's different ways to do a to do a ploy and to plan out your marketing scheme. They both work. They both work. Yeah, hundred percent. Okay, so we've been in the industry for however long. I'm not gonna put no any years. And you already did. It's like twelve. <laughs> we've watched it. We've watched things transition. I remember, like us first starting, we have to send out these 
random group text message to like every writer and producer that we ever wanted to work with and then kind of sell ourselves in that in that degree yeah wake up sending 70 messages a day to people at the same time we're going to fucking classes and shit like that and then coming back and writing records and producing records at that time so looking at that then and then looking at where we're at right now mm-hmm. my space has been taken over by Instagram I'm pretty sure a lot of people have been able to make connections through Instagram do niggas Twitter do niggas still use MySpace absolutely not no absolutely it's not, not. popping it's not popping no nobody's checking the MySpace page I don't even think there's a MySpace app too like, bad so sad and that's another great example of how things change wait hold on one second Y'all that don't know that oh loud ass God. noise is just yeah, he didn't even get that he didn't even get that close. He didn't even need to get that close to get that in there. That was good. That's a good that's a good taste right there. Um shout out to Budweiser yo. Holla at a nigga like I know. I know you probably not listening. Mm-mm. But holla at a nigga. <laughs> fuck. Alright, go ahead. I don't even know what the fuck I was talking about. Well, I do. We talking about transitioning in this industry. Oh yeah, the MySpace. As far as like MySpace, Instagram taking over MySpace, ability to kind of create opportunities for creatives to reach out to other creatives and work. I feel like it's a great marketing tool. Instagram now is what MySpace was to us for the now generation. If you are creative right now, you should be using every avenue, whether it be Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, whatever. TikTok. TikTok's a big one right now. See, regardless of how you feel about it. That would make me feel old. I don't know why TikTok made me feel old for some reason. Because you're not doing videos either, so. Yeah, because I don't even like posting fucking pictures of myself. Exactly, that's what makes you feel old. Because it's a step above the things that make you... You're uncomfortable with pictures, so taking videos of yourself is a step above it. I'm not uncomfortable with it. I just... I've never seen the appeal of posting pictures of myself. That's just... Like, if somebody else want to take pictures and post it, cool. But me posting pictures of myself, I don't know why I feel... I just... That makes me feel so conceited, yo. So? You're an artist. I get it. You're you're a creative, you're an artist. It's it's important to do that shit. I get it. Especially, like... Yeah, it's it's important. You gotta do it. It's something you gotta do, but... Still, I just... I I wish there was another way for me to express myself to the people where they could feel like... They know me and you're they don't need all you can. pictures. You're making music. I'm not doing all I can. I could probably do more. I can like post what? pictures. I, I could But that's what I'm saying. You're doing all you can at your level of comfortability. That's it's time to go outside of that shit. Good. It's time to go outside of what makes you comfortable. But goddamn, like how much how uncomfortable a nigga gotta be, yo. Very. I feel like I'm super uncomfortable. Very. That's another thing that I feel like us as creatives gotta be in the mindset of you gotta do things you've never done to get to places you've never been. That's true. And all that shit, yeah. Like, <laughs> that's, I'm hype. Like, I'm hype. I'm with you. It don't sound like it, but I'm hype, nigga. I feel like going back in my room right now and making some music and all of that shit, but that's what I'm comfortable at yeah, at the yeah. same time. Yeah. But at the same time, I mean, you need project, right? I mean, you need product, right? So, yeah. I don't know. On. I want to be on too, nigga. <laughs> I don't care how be that on in a way. Yeah, yeah. I, I feel like, as we said in previous episodes, finding the ability to make 
um, other sources of income outside of what the things that you're comfortable with, creating yourself in your branding. All that is important. I feel like we are gradually getting to that point. Um, go check out our website, thecrushboys.com. Go check out our Instagram, The Crush Boys. Go check out our Twitter, the same handle, The Crush Boys. Yeah, it's all The Crush Boys. If you type that in to the internet, wherever you browse, you'll find our links. Unless you find somebody else. No, if you type in The Crush Boys, <laughs> you'll be fine. The Crush Boys. Don't forget the the and the at and all that shit. Yeah, yeah, make sure you do that. We're but, gonna post more shit on our uh, Instagram and our social media and our website, so just, you know, check in. But like I said, understanding your ability to create content and create moments that people can connect with, I feel like is more important. That that's that's the difference. That's the disconnect that we had coming up in the music industry. Cause a lot of people would a lot of artists and a lot of creatives back in the day, they would be able to separate their personal lives from their ability to make music. Right. And now it's meshed. Like everything is who you are as an artist is who you are as a creative. And people are are more invested to who you are as a person than they are who you are as an, as an artist Like you don't necessarily Have to be Like The if, best Artist Or writer yeah, Of all time But your music Still gotta be Smacking in a way It helps They gotta figure out Some type of way That your music Is smacking They not about to They not about to No I feel like it helps It helps But I feel like It start with the music If that's what you If that's what you If you selling Your personality then if you release some music, they're going to be like, cool, but I love you. But if you starting off with music and your shit ain't smacking like that, but your personality is fire, they're going to be like, oh, I fuck with you. I'm going to follow you on Instagram, but I'm not about to be streaming your shit like that. So then your whole like feel of I'm releasing my music, like I'm a, I'm an artist. You just, you really just a personality. You think them niggas is like... I don't, I don't even know I feel like That's what hurt me I, I feel like the way We consume so much music Who the fuck knows Like I don't know If I meet somebody On the next day If I'm like hey I'm a songwriter Come check out my shit And they're just like Yeah I had a couple You know what I mean I spent like an hour or two With this nigga He seemed cool So I'm gonna check out his music Versus being like I'm a songwriter Come fuck with me And niggas is like Alright what did you write I feel like as creatives, we get more pressure from other creatives when we in this industry shit versus like fucking actual audience. Like our our actual demographic of people that listen to our shit. They just wanna know, okay, so you do music, okay, cool, let me hear a song. Okay, I, I listen to your one shit, that's that's fire. I'm with it. Yeah, let I'm me know when you drop it the next shit. Versus yeah. like us being in the industry and a nigga being like, yo, who have you worked with? What have you done? I this, that, that, the third. That's what they're supposed to do though. That's what the other creators are supposed to do judge your creativity because like you said people that are like fans of, of you they gonna listen to your music with a bias and they gonna be like you know what I'm saying I think it's pretty good cause I really I really like him yeah I really fuck you know what I'm saying like, but don't, you'll find more of those people than you will find the ones that are like okay you haven't worked with this person or you haven't done this then I'm not gonna fuck with you oh for sure and I feel like the transition between back in the day and now is that back mm. in the day you you could have your separate okay. you could be separate but now it's like you have to be all encompassing everybody wants okay so you're cool but your music better be as cool as you are mm. and I feel like now as a creative the most important thing to do is to create a persona about yourself it goes back to branding yeah. create 
a brand about yourself where you're you're feeding everybody just enough to think that you are either bigger than what you are or come to realization how great you are or you, how you can be. Mm-hmm. Realizing your potential, I think that is another great marketing tool and branding tool that we all need to use because right now, in 2020, everybody is fucking banking on you to be the hottest thing out. And it's, it's different because before, back in the day, because we old, uh, before, it was other creatives and the business people that was controlling. If you had fans... You know what I'm saying? I mean, of course you could build your own fans and shit like that, but it would take forever. Mm-hmm. Whereas now, if you hop on social media, your song kind of hype, but your your shit lit. Mm-hmm. You right. It is like people gonna flock to you. It's not gonna matter. Like you're not gonna have the creative to judge. They gonna judge you, but it's not gonna matter. Cause you gonna have the people that fuck with you already in front of you. You talking to them directly, and you're not just getting filtered through like a like a fucking label. Uh, artist thing that they have so many artists they have to figure out who to put out I think another great example of that shit though or the opposition of our example like a totally opposite side of that shit is like a Nipsey Hustle oh shit where like he was able to like brand himself do everything himself sell his mixtapes at whatever price he sold them and like consistently made sure the product was great and that the people that heard it were people that were legitimate fans and were going to spread this shit along. And I feel like he did a great... This is what makes him a legend, right? His his ability to create a group of people that believed in his music and believed in him as an artist because he was able to do it from the ground up without anybody else fucking with him. And it wasn't not only from his fans, but it was from people that was in the industry too. Yeah. But it wasn't like... Execs and people like that. It was like real rappers and real people that were creatives and shit. He got all that respect, so like without without an industry presence yeah. until I'm not sure if he was ever signed. I'm not sure. I can't recall if he was signed before. I can't recall either. But I know that he did most of that shit fucking independent, if not all of it. Yeah, he he, he was selling shit out his. His car doing like everything himself, like doing the marketing himself, doing the branding himself. I mean, it's also it's also ill when you get somebody like Jay Z to buy a hundred copies of your shit. Yeah, now, I mean, I think I think for us as a, a as creatives, that's kind of like the stamp of like uh, the stamp. You know what I'm talking about? I mean, yeah, it's like the stamp of approval. Approval from your, from your peers and shit. That's what I'm talking about. I'm the right, you the left. And I'm lit. <laughs> so I'm, I'm right and I'm left at the same time. The stamp of approval is important for us. Even if we don't hear from other people, it's important for you to know that you're the hottest fucking thing out regardless of what everybody else thinks. Yeah. So speaking on the stamp of approval, mm-hmm. who gets your stamp of approval for like the latest music you've been listening to this week? Or last week or recently. My stamp of approval. I don't want to make this a Tory Lane's fucking podcast. Oh, okay. But I listen to the new Toronto 3, and I'm glad he's back to rapping. I haven't heard it, but... I'm glad he's back to rapping. It's too... It's too... I think he was like... It was one song like... I don't know, like... Message to God's children or some shit like that. This nigga spent bars. Like, he's going off. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's what... 
I wanted from this nigga from the beginning. Yeah, I say that. I've always listened to Toy Lanes and been like, yo, I fuck with him when he rapping. Yeah. But I get I get the appeal of of singing. Yeah. It, it makes sense. I mean he could do both, which is which is cool. But for me personally, when he's ripping and like going off and like doing shit like that, I I, I go for that. Another person that I'm kinda of fucking with, not even I'm kinda of fucking with, I have always been a party next door, uh Advocate. I was just his latest project, and he put out one of the pettiest records <laughs> that I've ever heard. I haven't heard that shit either. This nigga put out. It's called like a savage anthem, bro. That is like the future. If future was a song, like that's artist, future. The yeah, future. Yeah, it's the pettiest song I've ever heard. Like, you could tell who he's talking about. You could tell like who he talking about. Talking about Kalani, bro. He's talking about Kalani. You could, just you could just. Tell you could tell the nuance of every like she bad she is super bad I'll be talking about her too but the way he talking about it is like yo I don't even it's it's just on some like it's on it's on some player shit but it's also on some like yo you petty no. you petty no you and petty. I feel like there's no way you could be player with Kehlani yo I mean, you could you could try, and you could you could have your you know what I'm saying you could have your ego and shit up there and be like, nah, like can't no bitch ever play me. But Kalani is so bad. Kalani is, is she's fire she, to me. She's so bad, and she can sing, and her voice is like at a raspy point where it's kind of like Kalani sexy rock. as fuck. Nah, I'm gonna just let that shit rock. Like whatever she want to do, like I'm gonna probably let it rock. Kalani remind me of them chicks that is bad but don't know how she, bad she is. She still do like regular chick shit. Yeah, fact. And, and that, that's it, it, that's it. Nah, but for me, fire. for me that means you you open to doing dumb shit. Regular chicks do dumb shit. No, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. A woman that don't know how fire she is does dumb shit. They cater to, to the wrong niggas. They do the wrong shit. Like, would you rather meet? Would you rather meet a chick that's dumb fire, like dumb fire, and doesn't notice she dumb fire, or meet a chick that notice she's, you know, pretty fire and has already dealt with this shit? I want to know. I want to meet a chick that knows her handle it. I want to know a chick that knows her worth and is gonna fuck with me. Based off the fact that she still knows she fire, I, I, I feel that too. I mean, I think every nigga want that. But if Kaylani was like, "Yo, I'm trying to deal with you, but I'm gonna be stupid and doing stuff in the process," I'm be like, "Cool, girl. Like, <laughs> do cool. what you need to do. Do what you gotta do, because you too bad for me to be trying to cuff you. I'm not about to do that. I'm you not gonna, gonna cuff? To stop, stop. I'm gonna try to cuff. You cuffing? I'm going to try to cuff. You cuffing? But if she's like, "Yo, like I'm living my life, but I still fuck with you." And you still I want you in my life I'm no, gonna be like coming. Cool ma Like I'm not even about to Cheat on you Even though we're not together Exactly <laughs> But you I'm not cuffing You cuffing I can't cuff If I can't keep her From doing but, So how are you not cheating What she wanna do So you just fuck with her And her only And she do what she wanna do Exactly And then I'm gonna be in the crib Doing I'm nothing play the game Doing nothing I'm gonna make some songs Doing And I'm gonna be like Hey you wanna she listen She cheating on I'm, you I'm gonna be like Hey you wanna <laughs> listen We not together I'm be like, I'm be like Hey you wanna listen to my music She be like No I'm be like Alright cool uh, We about to fuck Or like <laughs> What am I What am I here for I'm here for you Exactly She better than a motherfucker She bad I'm gonna do that for her She bad bro. For her no. I'm gonna do it No Cause she gonna take care of me too I couldn't She gonna take care of me too You don't know that You don't know that I do know she that She didn't even wanna listen to your music How she gonna take care of you Why am I still in her life <laughs> In this, in it's my situation. I'm creating. <laughs> I can, I 
I can say the rules, nigga. <laughs> you right. Matter of right. fact, she is gonna listen to my music. She gonna let that shit. <laughs> <and> then, <laughs> I'm write her next single. Fuck that! I don't even want to write her next single. Like if I got in a session with Rihanna, I wouldn't. If I had to choose between doing music with Rihanna or being her loved one, I think I'm gonna choose being her loved one. I'd rather not make a song with Rihanna. Me neither. I would. To be Rihanna's honest. super bad. Yeah. So I don't even care Rihanna, about Rihanna. Rihanna's like one of the baddest women. And she's one of the biggest artists that would change your life with one song. I ain't even worry about and it. And I would. That's what I'm saying. I'm not even worried about it. I wouldn't even give a fuck. I would be like, cool. Like, let's just hang out and go have some dinner. Are you paying? If not, cool. I scrape up my little chain. Scrape up my little chain. Now, 100. percent Rihanna's. She's she's big enough for me to give up my dreams. All right. Well, I hope Rihanna never meets you, nigga. Because I ain't say all that. She's, but at Damn. the same time, you you're not saying it, but you saying it. Yeah, that's a fact. If Rihanna's like, yo. You need to lead this little nigga AJ. I'm gonna be like, yo, that's my nigga, yo. Don't talk to him like that. Wow. She's gonna be like, nah, come on. Are you coming? And I'm like, all right, I'm gonna oh, right, let me pack a bag real quick. Wow. Sorry, nigga. Wow. Brianna, you do the same to me, and we don't feel too bad about it. Go ahead. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers, nigga. Cause you know you're gonna do the same shit. It's all good. Nah, for real. This is the Budweiser, by the way. I, I popped that can. Y'all heard that shit. Yeah, it is loud as fuck. Um, Okay, who am I listening to? I listen to uh, Five Seconds of Summer album. They it's got called, another one? It's called Calm. They got another album? I mean, I think it came out like two weeks ago. Oh, maybe nice, nice. I, I didn't even know they came out with another album. I think it's pretty good. It's only like 10 songs, but it's pretty fucking good. It's not just like a pop album or whatever. Like It is. It's predominantly pop, but it's got nuances of, you know, every genre. Max Martin on there? I don't know. I didn't look up the credits. I should have. It's a lot of good songs on there. I like that shit a lot, you know. For the first time in a long time. It's been a long time since I've been like, all right, like, pop? the album was really fucking good. for Yeah, for, for a popper album. Is it cool to call it pop if we can't say urban? Yes. Cause pop is is a short, but pop is Migos. Pop is popular music. Yeah, it's still pop music. It's popular music. Five Seconds of Summer couldn't be anything else besides pop. What is else going to be? Migos can't be urban. You said can't we say? I know, but I just want to make sure y'all niggas remember this. Migos is um definitely pop. <laughs> Big pop. Swaley pop. Travis Scott pop. Low key, Sway Lee need to come on with it. I'm trying to hear some fire fire. I think he had a summer. I think he had a really good year, year and a half. Sunflower was fire. It's great out. It's a great song. Great song. Sunflower was crazy. I ain't even see the goddamn Spider Man movie. Me neither. I got on. Uh, I, I, I got. I think it's even on Netflix. Yeah. Yeah, damn, we took that shot. Yeah, um, Post having Post Malone on record. Shout out to Post Malone, bro. Shout out to Post Malone. That's a great segue. What was you gonna say? Go ahead, say what you ever just gonna say about Post Malone, but Post Malone is a great segue to that. <laughs> nah, go ahead, say what you oh. Well, speaking of uh, Post Malone, since you brought the nigga up, um, I was reading something. Recently, it was a song that we had released, mm-hmm. and um, it was a uh, "Live in the Moment." <sighs> this is so bad, yo! I really don't know how to pronounce this nigga name. It's like K Sync, K Sync, mm-hmm. or Kink. Maybe yeah, yeah. I don't know. Um, but it's him and us. 
It's on Spotify and all that shit. It's K C I N K and then the Crush Boys. Um, but I was reading a review from Syrup Music. Okay. S I R U P Syrup, mm-hmm. I think. And it said that um it had vocals on it that were rivaling Post Malone's. Really? <laughs> <laughs> and do you know who was singing on this song, everybody? This nigga aging right here. <laughs> This boy right here. Wow. I ain't on that bitch not at, the, at all, nigga. That nigga said, you sound like Post Malone. Shout out to Syrup for lying for me. <laughs> That's what they said. I appreciate that. I was dude. looking at that shit. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> out here. Let's go. You're Post Malone fires. Man. Yo. Fire crew. For him to be as young as he is to do what he's doing, Post Malone is like, uh, he on his way to be a legend. Mm-hmm. He's on his way to be one of the ones. And it seemed like he just do that shit like, however, like. How the fuck he get his vibrato like that? Shit sound like a fucking machine. It's crazy. I don't know. I don't know, but seeing him perform live, I ain't never seen him perform live, but I would like to. It'd be cool. I don't even like going to fucking performances and shit. Speaking of lives, did you listen to all these? Have you listened to any of the Instagram live battles between any of? Yeah. Which, um, which ones have you listened to? I saw uh, Scott, Scott Storch versus Manny Fresh. That's my least favorite. <laughs> that was uh, something else. Um, the Jonte Austin Neo one. Was... As a fan, that was that was my favorite. That was a good one for sure. Mm-hmm. As a fan, that was my favorite. What was the? It was like another bigger one. I can't remember. It was, it was Benny oh. Blanco. Yeah, Benny Blanco and Ryan Tedder, and then uh, Hit Boy and Boy Wonder, they did one. Mm-hmm. I don't know about. Look, the Benny Blanco and Ryan, uh, Ryan Tedder one was probably my favorite one. I feel like that was my most inspired one. That, me as a creative, that was the one that I needed to see to kind of be like, yo, these niggas made hits, bro. Like, song after song after song, I was like, what the fuck? And that's a great. Transition and what we talk about as far as being with the times, like we looking at people like fucking Benny Blanco, Max Martin. That's one person I would love to see on an Instagram live battle is Max Martin versus why? Who the fuck ever? Why? Why would you? Is it gonna be just for him to, one? Just for him to be up there and explaining some of the shit, maybe because he don't do too many fucking interviews, and I've watched every single one of them. Yeah, and I would love to see more than like the fifteen that he got out, maybe. It's probably less than 15. It's way less than 15. I feel like Max Martin is this enigma, this pop enigma, this pop god that's kind of like been able to create. He's been out for longer than we have been in the industry. We already said he's been in there for 10, 12 he been years. He's been out since longer than we've been alive, probably. Nah, he came out like 95, 96. Look, nigga, I was six. He's done, he's done, he, no, but what I'm saying, and he's been on Billboard since 95. 96 With a variety of artists He's cha- He's literally changed Yo That is If you're listening to Him. this If you're listening to this podcast The whole 
idea of this podcast is to be more like Max Martin. <laughs> That's a fact. If I had if I had to hear a, a battle though with him, now just, now I'm thinking about it, Max Martin versus Stargate. Stargate's another big. I can see that shit. Like just them playing whatever they was involved in. I know that. Like he make beats. I think too. I don't know. He need to do more fucking uh, interviews. Max Martin. I think he make beats and he writes on. I think so too. Stargate. They make beats and shit. They, they probably write too. Who knows, nigga? They probably say something. I feel like you get that big, you're, you're going to be credited for whatever you want. I would say for. something in the session, nigga. I'm going to say whatever I feel. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, you need to take out that word. Okay, mm-hmm. let me get five percent. Damn. <laughs> Jesus, like, I mean, I guess when you get to that level, you can do what you want. Yeah, you, shouldn't. you can bully. You shouldn't. But you, you should, should still be, bully, regardless of how you should you be a good person and shit. But, yeah, I, if they did a live battle, that shit would be so ill to me, yo. They two of my favorites, but yeah, the 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 Jonte Austin and Neo one that was a that was a good one. That, As a fan, that was yeah. my favorite. Uh, Benny Blanco and um, Ryan Tedder. Thank you. I was so I kept wanting to be gad. I don't know why I went to took that. be gad. Damn, I ain't heard from that nigga in a minute. He did um um what's that chick from Black Eyed Peas? Toby Gad. Who the hell is that? Is that the black dude from City High? Or is that, uh... Don't ask me questions. Now you're confusing me. I'm done. What? You don't remember City High? I remember City High. You don't remember that? It was two black dudes. They had a tragic story, too. Yeah, okay, if, I'm so sorry. I don't ever... Huh? Go ahead. They had a tragic story? Yeah, it was like... I don't one, remember their story. You about to have to look it up. Don't do it. One guy had, like, a kid... I don't even want to talk about it. Oh, it was like, what would you do if your son was at home? No, one Ryan guy... Alone, one guy was like... Fuck, because he's hungry. Yeah, I don't know if I know... <laughs> I don't know if I know this shit. Like, yeah, Toby, yeah, he's a, he's a producer. Wait, is he a black guy or a white guy? He's a white guy. Oh, it's yeah, he, guy. he did, uh, what's the chick from Black Eyed Peas, yo? She did the Super Bowl, everybody was clowning her. Frankie? Yeah, she did that, uh, Ain't guys don't cry. Yeah, he did Big Girls Don't Cry and the Flower Boy. Yeah, right, and the song, well, some other chick did that shit with him, too. I'm pretty sure other people have done shit with him. No, I think it was just one shit. And then him and his wife. But anyway, the Benny Blanco battle was the most well put together battle that's going on. It was good. And that's another way to survive. And this, you got to find your points and your places to survive in the, in the industry. And, and now is the time in the downtown where everybody's at home. These niggas is like... Figuring it out. Fuck it. Like, how can we display... Our careers and but, shit in front of these people. But on the flip side, doing it wrong is, I feel like, what Teddy Riley postponed. Teddy Riley and who? Bro, don't make me look. I don't oh, my bad. Okay. So, if you Teddy, Teddy Riley and friends, they're supposed to do. They're supposed to do a battle. Live. And um, it got postponed. Because of just, rain? No, just Teddy Riley just being like, oh, yeah, we need to find a way to make money off this shit. Basically, like, like we're going to bring it to title and do this, that, and the third. I'm like... Nah, he fucking up the whole vibe. Exactly. Like, you you, you, you making it more difficult for anybody vibe. else to enjoy it. And, like, you're making it more... Like... Just put some music out. To be honest with you, I'm not trying to be disrespectful. Teddy Riley is a legend in this shit. But... The people that are on Instagram right now are not. They don't even know the fuck Teddy Riley is. They like not that. checking. They for had Teddy to look Riley. him up on Wikipedia. Exactly. Which is fucked up. I'm not saying that's not. 
Because he a legend. A legend. But but at the same time, you gotta look at you gotta look at you gotta kinda look at the climate, right? Everybody's stuck in the crib. Everybody wants to be entertained. They want your music at the time, right? So if you're telling them like you're seeing how everybody else, like literally T Pain and Lil John making two hundred and something thousand people in the live battle, breaking records or whatever, breaking records to make Usher even drop a, a drop a single. Before he wanted to drop a single And your first thought is to be like You know what, let me monetize off this It makes I mean, sense I, I mean, it, it makes, it, it makes right. sense I get the thought, but at the same time You gotta look at the, I don't know, maybe he on or something Maybe he knows something that we don't know But, I know what he don't know I know that people I'm not about to pay for this shit Exactly, especially if you look up any of these battles on YouTube, they're up there. Yeah, I'ma would just wait. Exactly. If if that's the case, I'ma just wait. And if anything, I'ma just listen to your old songs, my damn self, and pick out my favorite. I could I could go to Wiki. I go to Spotify. Your shit up there, nigga. I could I could just Google what you got up there. I go to Wiki if I need a, a full inclusive list of everything that you produce or writing or nothing. Right. Like, it's I, not an MMA battle. Yeah, like, exactly. This is a right. I don't need this pay per view. <laughs> I don't need to pay for this big fella. I don't. And I, no disrespect, cause you, you a legend and shit. But nigga, whatever. I hope. I hope y'all got a at last plan. Cause I ain't even noticed until you just brought it up. Yeah. But I hope you got a at last plan, my nigga, that we don't know about, and you succeed in that. Cause if you start charging people to watch Instagram live, you're bugging. Yeah, ain't nobody. Or if you charging people to watch. Like a battle between you and somebody else. Uh, allegedly, that's what they're doing. That venue, I'm not, I'm not, that venue gonna have to be fire. That venue gonna have to be fire. Yo, to be honest with you, the best. Everybody the, gonna have to be there. The best person to make it like worthwhile and make it feel like a, a fucking anything was T Pain. T Pain had blends and he was able to mention songs and shit like that. T Pain was doing his fucking thing during his battle. He always do his thing. Though. Yeah, yeah, hundred yeah, percent. He's he's definitely a showman. He an artist, artist though. Like he he do his shit. He like. To be hands on But that's what I'm, I'm That's saying, cool That's I'm, cool I'm saying when it come down to it Like why Why are we, why are we gotta charge The people to enjoy Your music People need Niggas do be money hungry It's it's getting to a point Where it's too much Don't even put you In a, in a great position though. Like that shit It don't make me Want to check out your shit It just make me feel Like you thirsty Especially when Everybody else Did this shit for free You, feel, you look thirsty Yeah that's That's sad In a way <laughs> It's sad when you got when you feel like you gotta go to them, you know what I'm saying, it means or you feel like you gotta go to that thought process. Cause I know this nigga, I'm sure he not hurting. And not his at pockets, all. He not hurting at all. His money fine. But You talking about royalties from Michael Jackson or other people like, yo, what are, what are you I don't know. I don't be knowing what's in people's heads and shit, but you know, all the power to this nigga. Uh, if he can make it happen, yeah, shout out to you. Make it happen, nigga. I hope people pay for your shit. I really do. But you thinking that you gonna get two hundred and seven something thousand people to come to your shit and pay bread? Good luck to that. I hope you get any streams. And and honestly speaking, to streaming, uh, we had a feature release too that we didn't talk about with uh, Bear, our friend. Yeah, Bear. shout out Bear. Uh, B A E R at B A E R. You know what I'm saying? The ass video. We both 
Ash Fat. We on that feature. We on the feature. We were also in the video. Um, oh yeah, it's a video. I'll go look at that shit. We on that bitch wildin'. It looked pretty cool. Yeah. I like that shit a lot. Everybody that everybody's ever seen the video has told me that I need to figure out what to do with my hands. So I'm gonna, you know, practice in the mirror and figure out other positions. Why are you nodding on hard? <laughs> I don't know if you need to look out for your for your hands, but you know what I'm saying? Like it's always good to review oh your God, shit review. and figure out what you need to do better for the next time. And I need to work on some shit too. But I'm not mad at the people that gave you a review. That's that's some good feedback. Yeah, it is, I guess. <laughs> Look, people expecting me to be in more videos. Y'all have wishful thinking. No, they shouldn't have wishful thinking. They should have the right type of thinking. Because, nigga, you need to be in more. How you going to give me that whole speech about how artists and shit need to be out more in front of the public and then you say this shit? Don't be a hypocrite on your own podcast. I'm not being a hypocrite. I'm just saying. I'm in in videos. You can't say I'm not doing it. I'm doing it. I'm in videos. Do I want to be in videos? Act like it. I am. I'm trying. You know, how, you know. Okay, first of all, oh, yo, go ahead. Where, say what you guys at. Wherever you at right now, mm-hmm. go to our Instagram. Go to I, it. I want you to at put the in Crush Boys at the Crush Boys in the comments of this episode, episode either six or whatever this episode is five. Whatever episode this is gonna be, go to this motherfucker, and I want you to comment under that. It is hard. For any dude that's had to be in a video and a picture to figure out what they're gonna do with their hands, it is difficult. You better figure it out, nigga. You done took enough pictures. Nigga, I said you ain't did much with your hands either. I ain't did shit. <laughs> my, I ain't say my shit was good, but I was in that bitch like, <laughs> and I had I had a stupid ass little joint in my hand too. And they, niggas was like, should we light it or not? And I was like, yo, I don't know what to do. Are we saving this for the rest of the shoot? So I just had it in my hand. I ain't know what to do with it. Look. Next video, I guarantee I'm going hard. I'm going to go hard crazy. Because even watching the film on this video, on the ass fat shit, I was like, yo, I should have been like closer to Sabrina or something. Or like, I should have like interacted with her. I would have liked to. But I don't. <laughs> but like, you got to turn it on. Like, we don't have enough experience. We say it like a lot. We don't have enough experience. Doing it, we don't do a, we don't do this type of shit a lot. So the more that we practice it, don't feel too bad. Don't feel like you gotta defend yourself. It's okay. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not, saying, hands, I'm, not, I'm not saying. I'm your hands might have been not been placed in the right spot, but it's it hard, will be. Bella. Yeah, yeah. But I get there. I get there. But I, what I'm telling right now is, it's just difficult for me. Mind up to it though. Yeah. You feel me? What happened to uncomfortable? Yeah, yeah, we, yeah, yeah. We getting gotta be uncomfortable. I'm hella uncomfortable. You know where I'm going. I, I went can't to that. Just be in your comfortability and all that shit. What was you saying? Or is this in the one that we started? Before I don't we know. start recording I don't this, because I, I forgot that we have fucked up way early. A couple times. Anyway, <laughs> this episode has been about figuring out your way, maneuvering throughout the transitions of the the years, just to do a little recap. What are we talking about? Social media, staying trend. I have to pee. That's what I'm trying to wrap it up. Any, anyway, to recap everything that's went on, well, we talked about the transition from when we started to now, how to stay relevant, and that was using social media to your benefit, branding yourself to the best of your ability, you know, getting yourself out of your comfort zone, um, putting out the best product as possible. We just going with the times, you know, it's okay if you old, older. Um, abuela, pop pop. If, 
if you any of those, it's okay. You can still do this shit if you really want to, and you, you know, what I'm saying, get your plan together, you know, make it happen. Believe in yourself. That's it. That's all you need. All right. Anyway, in 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 commemoration of Tory Lanez and Quarantine Radio, it's shot o'clock. So all oh, of y'all. Okay, that's what he be doing. I don't be watching enough, but yo, that shit is a good. God damn, this shit wet as hell, boy. That's because this was it was in the freezer. It's frozen. Oh, I already poured the damn shot. I'm over here opening the thing. I'm lit, <laughs> nigga. Quarantine radio. This quarantine radio waved up. Let's get it. Hello. All right, here. Shot o'clock, everybody. Shot, everybody, let's take a last shot together. Hold on, we're gonna wait a second for y'all to pour y'all shit. Literally. Hurry up. Hurry up. One, two, three. Okay, cool. We're going to take this last shot. Thank y'all for listening. We Thank appreciate you. y'all. I hope y'all are safe. Make sure you check on your loved ones. Make sure your mental health is good. Mm-hmm. If you got a call, whoever you need to call to talk it out, talk it out. If you need to talk to us, uh, at the Crush Boys. Hit us up, nigga. I mean, eventually we could probably get to the point where you get our phone number. You got to talk to us for a little bit, though, so we can screen you. Um, <laughs> but if you sick, you know what I'm saying, and you in L.A., they got they got free testing that's, that's, now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, shout out my boy Chris Card. He a producer. That nigga went and got some free testing and shit. So we're going to find sick? out. I don't know. We're going to find out. It take about 10 days for the results oh, yeah. to come in. It take like two weeks. You right. Uh, we're gonna find out. I hope you're doing well. I hope everybody in this world is doing well. And, uh, shit crazy. I never would have thought I was doing a podcast. <laughs> Holla at AJ. All right, all right. Take a shot. Cheers. Mmm. <laughs> oh, God. Mmm. <laughs> what the fuck? Like, alcohol is so disgusting. <laughs> all right, y'all. Thank y'all for tuning in. I want to say I will see you next week. And I love you, Grammy. Bye. Bye.